This is Bucket Talk, a weekly podcast for people who work in the trades and construction that aren't just trying to survive, but have the ambition and desire to thrive. The opportunity in the trades and construction is absolutely ridiculous right now. So if you're hungry, it's time to eat. We discuss what it takes to rise from the bottom to the top with people who are well on their way and roll up their sleeves every single day. Welcome back. This is Jeremy, your host, with Eric, your other host, of Bucket Talk, and now we're powered by Brunt. A lot has happened over the past year. Got some new listeners, and you know, thanks to our old listeners, our old loyal dogs for staying with us. Before we jump into how we became powered by Brunt and new kickoff, I wanted to dive into the past weekend that me and Eric had. Pretty awesome time, and I'll let Eric started off for us here yeah yeah so to kind of you know have a little bit of team summer fun and kick off the new version of bucket talk we had a bunch of folks a lot of who have been involved in bucket talk since day one yeah. you know, over a year ago we all trailered up we loaded up our atvs our side-by-sides and we headed out of boston and headed up to a glorious place called pittsburgh new hampshire which, depending on you know what level of redneck you are, it's either heaven on earth or hell on earth. Dude, but for it us, it's amazing. heaven on yeah, earth. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's like almost on the Canadian border. It's ATVs in the street. I mean, gunshots in the distance. It's just, it's awesome. Miles and miles of trail. Eric introduced me to Pittsburgh. I don't know. That was just five that years was, ago at my bachelor party. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that was. I mean, wow, we we're freaking up in the middle of the night. The freaking. You remember the. Uh, that mounted deer that was there that oh, Joey yeah. was messing around with. So yep, yep. yeah, no, I it's Pittsburgh's got a special place in my I could I could only go visit it once every five years though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough week. And you get there, you unload your ATVs and you basically go to dinner on your ATVs, you go to the right. grocery store on your ATVs, you don't even get back in your car unless you really need to do a big load of groceries. We had a sweet log cabin with a pool table, darts in the Jeez. middle of the woods, completely secluded, fire pits, and we went out and ripped it up. And luckily, everyone came home safe. Only one flipped ATV accident, and that was it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's par for course for Buddy. So, I mean, <laughs> yep, <laughs> this yep. is what it is. <laughs> we sent uh, Skylar back to go go look at Buddy, and Buddy's like, "No, nah, I'm fine. That's that wasn't the worst one. This kid's got medevaced out. On yeah, a- he's had a hel- helicopter ride before, <laughs> so this was nothing." <laughs> But yeah, no, it was good to have everybody back. Like I said, we've had some people with us from the beginning that have helped us get us to where they are. You know, from Brunt to Bucket Talk, they've they've definitely given us hands, and and so it's nice to be able to to get back at it. And and uh, now fun. we're coming at it strong. Yeah. Yeah. So all right, Jeremy. So let's jump into what's happened over the past year and how Bucket Talk has become powered by Brunt. Hey guys, so Eric and Jeremy here with Bucket Talk, which is now powered by Brunt. Today is a reset episode. Allow us to reintroduce ourselves for old listeners, for new listeners. A lot's changed. And the goal of this episode is to get everyone kind of up to speed on what the heck happened, how everything's come about. Jeremy was wrenching. Now he's a farmer. You know, I'm not even sure exactly what he's doing. Now we got a business (laughs) called Brunt off the ground. (laughs) That's up and live and, and a lot's lots transition. So today we're going to talk about resetting season three, 
and all the stuff that's gone on in between the scenes and what's transpired in Jeremy's life and in my life. We'll start out by talking about why almost two years ago now, coming up, just a shy two years, right, Jeremy? Yeah. So yeah. in the late fall of two years ago, we started Bucket Talk out of your garage at your house down in Massachusetts. Yeah. With a couple of our buddies that are in the trades. And, and the whole thesis was all my best friends from growing up who are still my best friends today all went into the trades. I went off into the college thing racked up a ton of debt and all my buddies were, you know, before I was even out of college, were buying homes, buying trucks, starting families. And it was kind of crazy to me to see like, you know, a lot of people are pushing and especially, you know, over the past decade or so, go to college, go to college, go to college when it's like, well, why do you need to go to college unless there's a reason to? And, you know, some trades like doctors and whatever, you need some of that stuff. But, right. but if you got no idea where you're going, trades, you can make a ton of money. You can get paid to get trained and really wanted to shine the light on it. And for me personally, it was, you know, when I was 15, I was working for my dad's friend's roofing company and why we call it Bucket Talk. Every day at lunch, I'd sit on an upside down bucket, have lunch. And those guys basically, you know, complained all day long, trials and tribulations and probably weren't some of the top performing guys in the trades and basically scared me away from it. And so part of it for me was, I wish that didn't happen. Not to say I'm, I'm not happy with the path my life has taken, but I probably would have looked more seriously into, you know, running my landscaping business after high school and turning it into my own company or whatever. Jeremy, share a little bit about why you were excited when we launched Bucket Talk almost two years ago and where you were at then. So, I mean, Bucket Talk was my come up. I really thought that my career was a little bit stagnant. I was doing the same thing over and over again. I'm a mechanic by trade and I felt like I needed more. And through Bucket Talk, I was able to connect with more people, make my job, make content, make how-tos more interesting. And it gave me an avenue to help empower and bring light to the trades. But step back a few years, for those that don't know me, thank you to our listeners who have been along with us this entire time. But also thanks to the new people that are listening. I, I really appreciate it. But young Jeremy was not a good student and went through a college prep high school, came out of high school barely, and joined the military. I was in the United States Coast Guard. And through the Coast Guard, I learned a trade. I wasn't a mechanic prior to that. I didn't work on anything. I was just a kid who played sports. And then I learned to work with my hands. I, it was an outlet for my learning disability, if you will. And I really took off from there. I really loved what I did. So then fast forward seven years, I got out of the active duty and got out of the reserves and started wrenching. I went to a couple of trade schools in the interim, but probably about 15 years as a mechanic, things started to get dull again. I was working on the same car, same problems, same thing. So I was looking for more. I wanted to do more. When people talk about education and going this way and that way, I think that there's a spot for everybody. There's a spot for education and, and higher learning everywhere. And so I decided I was going to go back to college. Freaking kids, you know, got a wife and, and a career, and I decided to go get my bachelor's degree. In your early 30s. In my early 30s, yeah. Like I needed more stuff to do. But, you know, the struggle's real. It really is. I wanted more. I wanted to get more management. So I, I decided I was going to go do online college. And actually, I was better prepared for it than I ever was coming out of high school. So, you know, like I said, there's a time and a place for everything. Fast forward till now, I mean, so same thing. I transitioned again during what? COVID? I, me and my wife took a deep dive into where our life was going, our legacy for our children, 
Hell, if you listen to our early podcast episodes, I might have actually drank the Kool-Aid myself. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I decided to, uh, I hung up the wrenches, kind of, and we packed up the kids and moved up to Maine and purchased a farm. We decided that the blue collar lifestyle, the hands-on approach, the working lifestyle, work ethic, and all that stuff was really important to us. So we wanted to bring our kids up in that environment. I didn't want to give them chores. I just wanted everything to be a family experience. And so now I'm up in Maine and working with horses and fixing tractors and shoveling shit and doing all this stuff. And well, that's where I've been for a little while is just trying to get this farm off the ground. And it's been quite the interesting experience. And it's twofold, right? Because it's one, it's now where you guys live, but also it's a business. Right, right. And you and your wife weren't running businesses before the farm on your own. Now you guys are, yes, still in the blue collar, but you're also now oh, entrepreneurs running a company. hundred percent. I mean, it, we got to the point where we were really good at what we did. My wife worked for a hardwood flooring company and I was a foreman at an auto repair shop and our employers were amazing. But at the same time, we felt like the next jump was ownership. So instead of making money for other people, we decided to make money for ourselves. And I feel like that's the crossroads a lot of people have, whether it's starting out a landscaping business, roofing company, you know, whether it's becoming a handyman or a builder. There's always that what's next. And she has the background in business and I have the background in just getting getting shit done. <laughs> so we decided we were going to do it. And it was awesome because, you know, now I'm learning more about business. She's got me in spreadsheets and, and all this stuff. And I'm just completely out of my element and vice versa. I'm out there teaching her how to repair things and fix things and how a system works. It's a more uh, whole family experience. I mean, my kids are out there working with me. Raising goats, chickens, garden, everything, you name it. And uh, like I said, I, I drank the Kool-Aid. Here I am empowering the trades, and I ended up empowering myself. So, Yep, yep. Yeah, and so that's kind of been the hiatus for recording. We took almost a year off from recording from the beginning of COVID. We've been releasing some old episodes, but over the past year, Jeremy was focused on that. And then simultaneously, I had launched Brunt Workwear, which launched last September. Correct, yeah. And in that business, you know, one, it was the middle of COVID. So a lot of challenges and tribulations, but that business really took off and it was all hands on deck. We had a small team when we launched it. We didn't expect it to probably take off as big as and as fast as we thought. And while Jeremy was moving up to Maine, I was trying to keep this train on the track and go through the early stages of an e-commerce driven brand. Once Jeremy got situated, once we started to hire up the team here at Brunt, get the business stabilized, get more inventory in stock, more boots in stock that have sold out. And so that's kind of where we've been over the past six to 12 months is getting our lives basically in order first and foremost and getting the podcast relaunched. And we always knew it was going to come. We just didn't know when. Now Bucket Talk's fully powered by Brunt. Yep. So you, you, a lot of integrations there. New fancy website that Ian, who's sitting here with us, got off the <laughs> ground, helps get all the podcasts together. So just enabled us to take it from what was a nice side hobby and take a real run at creating something really big and really meaningful and, well, I mean, and, and sharing some stories. I mean, let, let's be honest. The two align and it's a really good fit. And one of the challenges with COVID, the first 10 episodes were really special for us because they were just us getting used to the microphone, kind of doing it, wondering if we even had a message, a voice, 
whatever. And I mean, plenty of beers had a lot of laughs, a lot of making fun of the fact that I can't. But long story short was it was we had that in-person effect. Then come COVID, we're doing everything via Zoom remotely. And it just didn't have that same feel. And I know we're not going to be in person for everything, but it was just difficult not being able to, to be in tune with the whole uh, idea of what we wanted to do. And that's interview our podcasters, maybe even go to where they're at and live a day in the life or really experience what they are and who they are and where they come from. So that's our big focus with season three is to really try to make those connections more special, try to get really into it and learn what they do on a day-to-day basis. And I think that that's really important. And we have a ton of new people and we have great content and it's going to be awesome. And I'm really, really happy that we're here season three. I mean, that's amazing. Yep. 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 The goal is really the same, whether it's to get some young folks excited about different trades or different opportunities in the trades or get folks that are thinking about switching into it later on in life. A lot of people are like bored sitting behind a desk, especially with COVID. They're like, listen, I want to go out and use my hands and do things. Or a lot of folks that are in the trade just want to hear from some of these people that they either know or heard of or want to hear about a different trade. It's more of peeling back the curtain, diving deep into everything from welding to trucking to framing to roofing to to pooling to 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 painting and what's that really like because you know anyone can do it on the week you know i'm a weekend warrior myself you know i do a lot of that stuff but it's, it's a different when you're providing for your family it's a career and you can take it as seriously as you want and create an incredible life or it can just be something that you show up and punch the time clock on as well well i mean and we grew up in a time where it was college, 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 and I'm not going to get up here and, and preach because I'm in college myself now. But Eric can probably do the statistics on this because I'm terrible with math. But there's a huge labor shortage, and there's a lot of opportunity in the workforce, and it doesn't require a lot of capital to start. And you know, you can start as early as 17 and, and be in a career. I mean, you could be an expert 10 years later. So you're looking at 27 years old. And you're running a crew or you're running a business or, and whatever. Uh, a lot of people that were coming out of college were having that struggle because there's an oversaturation in the market. There was too many people with college degrees and they're fighting over all these positions. Now we're trying to just create a healthy balance of, hey, you know what? There's always going to be those doctors or lawyers and what have you. And it doesn't even stop there. Accountants, you know, it doesn't matter. But on the flip side is when an operations manager is looking to get a truck, there's got to be a truck driver, right? <laughs> so there's a huge trucking shortage. There's a huge labor shortage. And I think a healthy balance across the United States would be nice. So here we are trying to explain what and where you could potentially focus on for a career. You know, we know it all. We've seen it all. It's not money driven. It's, it's lifestyle driven. Do you want to control your own destiny? We've got a 19-year-old friend, 20-year-old friend that's running a multi-million dollar excavation business which is not everyone's goal. No. You also got a lot of problems and challenges. You, know, you got to deal with crews and, you know, all that stuff. But if you really want it, you can get it. And you can imagine if you wanted to, you could probably retire by the time he's 30. And then you have other guys and girls in the trade that just absolutely love what they do to wake up every single day. And they don't want to do it until the day they die, which is, they always say, you don't work a day in your life if, if you do what you love. And so... There's a bunch of different ways to skin the cat, and we just want to kind of op open up the kimono well, behind mean, some of that. Look at your longtime high school friend. Heck, even before that, he's out traveling the world disaster to disaster. Heck, he's been on, what, helicopters, 
jumping yep, on yep. high lines and living in the Caribbean for right. free, making a fortune. Absolutely. And if you can sit down with him for about an hour, you'll realize that you're like, hey, maybe I should look into being a lineman. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? But I, I, I mean, outside of that, there's so many unspoken opportunities and I want to be able to bring light to that so that nobody says, well, I never knew that. And I can't believe that there's this much opportunity out there. And I really believe that we can definitely, definitely shed light on that. So stay tuned. This is kind of the first episode of season three to do a reset to get you caught up to speed on what Jeremy's been up to, what I've been up to, who the hell we are, kind of a fresh restart for old listeners, a new introduction for some new listeners. And now that we're powered by Brunt, we're bringing a lot more horsepower to this show and to this opportunity. And from the folks we're talking to, from our ability to now travel to some of these destinations and meet some of these folks, see what they do firsthand. We'll try to get more content, more video behind the scenes now that we can meet in person and see each other, which we couldn't do for the past year. So want to just make it as immersive as possible. And as you guys who are listening come up with ideas or would like to see more, hear more, don't be shy. Shoot us a DM. We respond to every single DM and are always open to ideas, suggestions, recommendations, people we should talk to, tag different folks. You know, Jeremy wants to talk to uh, Jesse James. So, you know, yeah. we'll probably get him on the show at some <laughs> things of that nature. We're not experts by any means. Both of our businesses are in their infancy and we're trying. And well, there's a lot of people out there that they get on YouTube and Instagram and, and they see these guys and they're like, how do I get that? Well, we're in the thick of it. We're making mistakes too, but it's just one of those things. We're speaking as you, not to you. And I think that th that's really the message here is we want to share our experience. We want to share other people's experience and, and let you know that you don't have to be the best and you don't have to be the greatest, but th that we're going to strive for that together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Awesome, guys. Looking forward to kicking off season three and hearing what you all think. And we'll talk soon. Mm -hmm.